It's the Lifers Podcast with Scott Lucas, Gabe Rodriguez, and Ben Reiser. And now, here's Scott, Gabe, and Ben. Hey, everybody. Uh, happy Thanksgiving. That's today? Thanksgiving? No, it's actually Happy Local H at the Metro Day. We're playing uh, Metro tonight. When this airs. Yes. There's some disturbing imagery associated with this show. You call it disturbing. I call it downright hilarious. Well, who's coming up with these ideas? Is it John Oaks on his own, or are you telling them, let's do this? That's, that's my <laughs> hand raising. I saw a disturbing picture of myself as Lucifer. <laughs> I think of you as L- Lucifer all the time. That was right on, by the way. That picture of you as the baby from Black Sabbath Born Again, it's like it was made for you. I mean, how did you feel when you saw that? I don't remember what the original looks like anymore. <laughs> I was, it was kind of scary, and I'm... You know, somebody asked if if we could do it on a shirt. I'm like, I don't know it's if like I want people it. don't re- remember what the original Elvis looks like anymore. They just think of Austin Butler now. <laughs> I don't know about mm-hmm. that. It's like when a cover is so good, you can't remember what the original cover sounds like, right? Exactly. Exactly. But before we get to that, I I, I do want to say we'll see everybody tonight at the Metro. Uh Doors are at 7, show at 8, Heat Death starts, Shiner plays, we're playing, it's, it's going to be good. Uh, we've been working on some stuff. Really? Anything you can share? You, you're not going to share any of the bits that might be in the show, or are you just going to bring it out? You, you mean what songs we're going to play? No, you, you might have something special, maybe a weird cover, or a, an old song you haven't played in a while? I mean, I, who knows, maybe we'll just start off with a... Quadlibet of our favorite songs. What word did you just say? I, I wish I could make it up, Scott. This will be the first Metro show I miss in 25, 30, whatever it is, years. It was going to happen. It was bound to happen. Uh, so, wait, this is breaking news. You're not going to be there tonight? Correct. Because I'm expecting you to be there tonight. <laughs> Who's going to sell all this merch? I don't know, but there's a new shirt going to be unveiled tonight at the show. I'm, I'm excited about it. It's kind of came out of the blue. This is not the the Gabe Devil Baby shirt. That, no. That that the audience, yeah. the people, the customers are screaming for. There's an outcry the, for this new Gabe shirt. I'm trying to come up with some kind of reoccurring T-shirt plan that I can do. I need to find a vendor that can do them. For these little run shirts that John comes up with that are just so cool, but, you know, they're kind of expensive to make. So we'll see. Maybe we'll come up with an idea. But either way, there'll be a new shirt tonight. Not the Black Sabbath Gabe Lucifer shirt, but it'll be cool. Whatever This it is. new John shirt that he came up with or that he designed is um, makes me sick. I, I, I dig it a lot. It looks like I'm, <laughs> I feel like I'm on drugs every time I look at it. And Ben is on drugs. Ben, are you on drugs again? Nope. I am not on drugs. I am drinking some whiskey, but it hasn't kicked in yet. Ooh, he's drinking whiskey. I kind of, I, I was looking to see if I can come to this show. Not that anybody asked me. 
Are you going to be there tonight, Ben? <laughs> Ooh, maybe uh, Ben can sell merch. Uh, I, I could. I would love to. Uh, turns out I'm working at Cinematech tonight for some experimental films. I can't get out of it. So. Oh, he's showing the Dark Star again? No. But we are showing Assault on Precinct 13 tomorrow night if anybody wants to drive to Madison after uh, the Local 8 show tonight and camp out. Is um, it the new 4K? That's it. Then it's the new 4K. Looks pretty good. I saw it. Looks pretty good. We're, we're a little on edge tonight because Ryan's wife, Anne, is very pregnant and due any day. So we're crossing our fingers that it doesn't happen tonight. So there's a little bit of drama going on. I was going to ask. Show this evening. That, that it's very close. It's very close. It's very close. And one could almost say that it was stupid for us to book this show. <laughs> but... Uh, there are some people over at the Metro that are, are very, uh, uh, what's the word? Pushy. Is that the tie? No, in that's with not the, the word. Is what? that what the tie in with the it's alive and the devil baby is that? Is <laughs> that's right. That's where it started was gotcha. it's alive. Gotcha. And then we went to the Omen and, you know, I always knew that the end of this great trilogy was going to be Gabe. As the born-again devil baby. That's I mean, I, I think I've set you up for Halloween for the next 10 years. You're welcome. I don't know how to make that costume happen, but it's... it's uh, My days of dressing up for Halloween are way behind me. I haven't dressed up for Halloween since the last Halloween Local Age show that I went to. Yeah, what, but what, I, what did you dress up like? I don't know. One year I dressed up as Courtney Love. Do you remember that? <laughs> I almost forgot about that till you sent me a picture, and I was like, "What? Who the hell is that?" It would be something that one would like to forget. I tried to forget it, and you brought it back. I almost went to my grave not remembering that I did that one year, but I, I guess I did. Yeah. So, I mean, what what are we going to do tonight, guys? What is what's the whole idea here? Well, we were going to have somebody, a guest, and the then guest that's not happening. Could, couldn't make it tonight, so we're gonna. Well, Let's talk about what we really wanted to do instead. Just hang out with the three of us. Just three dudes. Yeah. Dude-centric. Dude-central. Dude-central. Three (laughs) dude-centrics. We got some positive press from the Boston Globe last week. That That was nice. Did you know that person? I don't think so. But he does. Go ahead. Just a random dude who decided to short share, show some <laughs> just love for the random dude, yeah. Who happens to be at the Boston Globe and talks about? He does know Ed though. He knows Ed Velasquez, and he was trying to get a hold of me while we were recording last week's episode with Walter. Um. So. Yeah, he wanted the tile art. You didn't know what tile art was. I didn't either until I thought about it for a minute, and I was like, "Oh, what is tile art?" It's the little tile on, you know, on our uh, podcast. So oh, it's the okay, lion. Just a, just a, just a three dudes hanging around talking about tile art. <laughs> what is the ratio of dudes to women on our Listen, podcast? Okay, let's get this out. Okay, right. so he, some positive press from Boston Globe, which was very nice, right, Ben? It, right? Uh, yeah, but uh, it. 
it sort of but everyone's stuck hanging in, on that one fucking line sort of stuck in ben's craw that he called no his it, 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 it did not stick in my craw but i got like 50 different like dms or whatever from people saying can you believe that fucking guy i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna deflate that guy's tire pressure a little bit I'm like, okay, i don't know what that means but go i mean it. i i can believe it you know i i i, I get it the ratio, as Gabe was asking, is, is, is off. It is off kilter. And this is not a conversation that we have not had, right? Like, you know, I'll tell you guys who we got on the show next week, and Ben will be like, uh, we need some women on this show. It's not like this is the first guy to bring it up. It's the first guy to write about it in the Boston Globe. But uh, so tonight... <laughs> We've well, decided. Listen, fuck that. Well, I mean, I don't think there are any other shows talking about the stuff that we're talking about that have more women on it than we do. I think we have a pretty good. Well, I mean, we ratio. don't have a lot of women, but I mean, the, the the episodes that we do have with women, like the Kay Hanley episode or the Frida episode or Louise Post, Kelly Way, uh, Julie, Kelly Way, Lauren O'Neill, Tamar. Mm-hmm. Those are good episodes. So if, if you're bugged that it's just a bunch of dudes talking about tile art, you could listen, you know, to the Kay Hanley episode instead, which is what I would do. But uh, <laughs> so tonight, no women, just dudes, because we don't negotiate with terrorists. So tonight is just dudes and it's just us dudes. Speaking of dudes, last week was Walter. You get any feedback from last week's Walter episode, Gabe? Uh, I think I misspoke and said that Utah Today played a show in Chicago with uh, Quicksand and Shelter and all, but that that's about it. Uh, oh, my God. I, I, it wasn't Utah Today, it was Shelter. talking about old hardcore shows. I know. It, it, that, dude, old hardcore shows are, are very macho. There's not a lot of chicks. I say chicks with quotes there. <laughs> with an X. You say chicks with an X. Do I? I don't, I don't know. Do you? But uh, I sold a couple books. Sold a couple oh, yeah. books. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. Walter was good for the pocketbook, huh? Uh, I mean, they're going to sell anyway, but I sold them in a week. <laughs> I was like, all right. Well, we were talking about the idea of pulling out all of our bits. And then we're so, trying to remember what our bits are. Tonight, we're going to pull out all the bits. Pull out all the bits. It's time for another installment of stuff that we haven't done for a while stuff that we just started doing sure but i think we should also do a full-size edition of our new bit what's the best where we argue about what we think is the best on any given subject i mean we started this last week with van halen and gabe since you're such a crazy van halen one fan you better have you really got me on this list Uh, don't ruin it for me hold on a second before we get to what's the best, let's talk about the what's the best theme song, which I concocted on the fly on that Thursday or Friday morning or whatever. Yes, that is the best theme song. Is that what you're asking me? What's the best theme song? What's the best theme song? <laughs> no, but I was wondering song? if if Gabe, who I know hasn't heard it yet, if I play it for him now, will he be able to figure out what goes into the what's the best theme song? Ooh, this is a nice bit, too. It's sort of like, name that tune. Yeah. That was my with, favorite with, game show in the 70s, by the way. <laughs> name that tune. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to pull up. 
course. I'm trying to follow this concept here. What what are we doing? I created, as I do. Go go ahead. You can explain it. No, no, no. No, I don't want to explain this. I'm done. Okay. (laughs) When, When we do these bits, I usually create some kind of a. A, a little a theme for them okay so we can get in and out of them so i created one at scott's request well i was going to but then scott reminded me hey you haven't done that yet oh yeah right so i created one for what's the best but i want you to listen to it now and tell me what what you're hearing how did i create this what what went into the what's the best theme song you ready go ahead all right here we go and how many notes can you name it in Right. It's only... Watch the best! It's two seconds long. <laughs> I don't know what that again? is. Sure, Do go ahead. Watch the best! What is it? I don't know what it is. No idea. Is it is enough? Enough's enough? No. It's actually... It's two different things. Is it... Is it... Watch the best! Da-da. The best around. You're never gonna Watch get me down. Is that what it is? The best around. You're never going to get me down. Is it that song? Yeah, what is that? What's that from? Uh, I don't know. It's from The Karate Kid. It's a song called You're the Best. So when you hear somebody say The Best, that's from what's that's from You're the Best, which is from The Karate Kid soundtrack. Right. But go but What's is from a different song. Can you figure out what What's is? Why is this what? not play? Let's play it one more time. Watch the best. Watch the best. <laughs> Mixmaster Ben, why don't you just tell us? That's um, Tom Jones from What's New Pussycat. That's Tom Jones going, What's New Pussycat? And then the best from Karate Kid. How did you do that? I just took those two songs. You know, you know how people do mashups. Threw them into my editing thing and edited them. Not, not of three words. <laughs> well, I do it all the time on our podcast. Steve Sleeve no, you're like, needs to watch Scott sends back. me notes like, can you have me say this whole other thing that I didn't actually say? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Hey, come on now. <laughs> all right, but what's this week's bit for the best? What is the best? What's what the are best? The be- <laughs> <laughs> what are the best covers? Best the covers. Best who, covers. Who, who wants to go first? What, how are we going to do this? First of all, do, do we, we want to do any other bits? Like, do we, you know, here's a bit we haven't done in a while is uh, these are the Daves I know. Mm. To give Dave a call? Yeah. These are the Daves I know, I know. These are the Daves I know. These are the Daves I know, I know. These are the Daves I know. Okay, here we go. Ready? Ah, here we are. Oh my God. Are we gonna be able to hear him? Can you hear him? Can you hear that? Yeah. Yes. Hello. Hey, is Dave there? Uh huh. Is Dave there, man? Uh huh. I'm calling for Dave. Is Dave there? Yeah. So is Dave there? This is him. Dave, is Dave there? Uh-huh. <laughs> is Dave there? Which Dave are you looking for? Looking for Dave, man. Is he there? 
Uh-huh. It, you're supposed to say Dave's down here. God damn. <laughs> I know, I know, these are the days I know. These are the days I know, I know, these are the days I know. Did you just that's hang it, up on, like on Dave? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we need Well, that was a lot of time for that one. Okay, all right, great. What else you got? Hey, I think we should stop announcing that we're doing a bit and just do the bit. You don't have to announce the bit, a bit is a bit. It doesn't need to be introduced as a bit. A bit is a bit, and a hit is a hit. <laughs> Scott, what's the best or most memorable f- fight you've ever been in? Physical fight. Okay, now is this a what's the best, or is this a one shot with Scott? Uh, Gabe told me I'm not supposed to say. Did I say that? Well, we got to know just, which which one you which music. Gabe just said play. we shouldn't announce the bits, so I'm not announcing the bit. This is a, a one, one shot, shot with, with Scott, Scott, right? One okay, shot with here we Scott. go. One shot with Scott. Yeah! One, one shot, shot with Scott. Scott. My most memorable fight? <laughs> yeah. What, what's one that you? What's a good fight story you can tell us? As opposed to a fight that I was into when I was blackout drunk and I can't remember any of it. I just remember yeah. the pain from the next day. Yeah, it's got to be something you remember. Well, I was very young. And uh, there was these two brothers on my block, and they were famous for being really dirty and smelly. They never took baths. And so they were always picking on me. <laughs> they were always picking on me, always fucking with me. And so one day I, you because know, Because you didn't take smell any. bad? You didn't smell bad enough? And they were... They were I, I'm sure I smelled bad. I'm sure I was not the world's cleanest kid, but I, you know... But here's a story about how dirty they were. So uh, one day this kid keeps fucking with me and I'd had enough. And so I freaked out on him and we get into a fight. And I had watched one too many uh, gangster movies from the 30s or the 40s. You know that thing they always used to do where they do the uppercut and, you know, like, and the person would go up like that. I started doing it to this kid just because I'd seen it in a movie. I, I guess movies do uh, encourage <laughs> violence so uh, doing this to the kid over and over and over thinking this is kind of fun and then I throw him down and he's crying and there's blood all over his face because I was not in fact hitting him in the stomach I was hitting him in the face and so there's blood all over his face and I freaked out and I was like uh and then somebody grabs me like you go home and you know I didn't know why but I, I knew I was scared and freaked out so I got on my bike drove away so the next day i come to school and they're like hey to this kid like i heard scott kicked your ass he's like he didn't kick my ass and it's like what's all over your face blood was still all over his face (laughs) he had not washed his face and so the blood was still on his face that was memorable wow (laughs) how old were you terrifying and memorable how old was i yeah. 43. <laughs> Can we call One that One shot kid with now? Scott. What? One shot with Scott. Wow, man. That was, that was quite a memory you dredged up there, Ben. That was pretty good. I think I need a, Whole need day a new later. bit where I call a psychiatrist. 
How many physical fights do you think you've been in in your life? Because I was trying to think if I've ever been in one, and I, I think one maybe. Wow. Do, do I seem like a guy who gets into a lot of fights to you? I'm not. No, but every once in a while a story will come up and it doesn't seem like it's a rare occurrence. <laughs> there's there's this, that story about like your jaw was wired shut or something. And, uh, you know, it just seemed like one of the many. It wasn't wired shut. It probably should have been wired shut. But, you know. What can you say? I'm on Big Mouth by Walter Schreifels. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here, here's a bit that I've got. And I don't know if we have a theme song for this yet. So Not you're going to have to come up with one. This is sure going to be thing. a challenge. Uh, and, and maybe you could use Big Mouth by Walter Schreifels. But, uh, Gabe, what's the most unpunk? No. Here it is. What's the most unpunk thing Gabe did this week? Unpunk Gabe, unpunk Gabe, unpunk, unpunk, unpunk Gabe. Unpunk, unpunk, unpunk Gabe. Gabe, what's the most unpunk thing you did this week? You're putting me on the spot here. Good. Does it need to be funny? Does it need to be cool? You know, you are unintentionally hilarious, so I'm sure whatever it is, it's going to be very funny. I don't yeah, think there's I'm a line from the article that people didn't point out as some shocking thing that they've unintentionally hilarious. Come, yeah. Did you take umbrage with that, Gabe? Yes, I, I think you 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 need to realize that when I'm funny, it's on purpose. <laughs> we do not deserve positive press. <laughs> no, I'm trying to think of the most unpunk thing I've done this week. You put me on the spot here. Hold on, I'll, I'll come up with it. Blow my nose while you do that, so I can say things like unintentionally. Unpunk Gabe, unpunk Gabe, unpunk, unpunk, unpunk Gabe. Unpunk, unpunk, unpunk Gabe. I've been reminiscing about. <laughs> the old days is very unpunk <laughs> about the old days of my zine when i used to ship out uh zines and letters to a lot of people and i used to uh heat up the envelopes and remove the stamps that were already canceled on the envelopes and use like a, a glue a glue gun or a glue pen a glue stick and reuse the stamps okay I can't remember exactly how it worked, but you would like boil something in water or vinegar or something, and it would remove the stamp. Okay, that, that's and not was, an unpunk thing you did this week. That's a no, no, criminal no. thing that you that. did in <laughs> high school. But that was punk. That was punk. This week, I had to buy stamps for the letters I was sending out for packages and stuff. That's unpunk. <laughs> that's unpunk. Why well, can't I what, go to the good old days? What stamps did you pick out? You're not going to believe this. <laughs> Iron Maiden stamps. Ooh, they make Iron Maiden stamps, and I almost tried to find them. I got some Nancy Reagan stamps. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. This is unpunk. Is it unpunk to have Nancy Reagan stamps? I don't know. Now yeah. that everyone knows that Nancy Reagan is, was the blowjob queen of Hollywood, <laughs> she's pretty punk. Unpunk Gabe, unpunk Gabe, unpunk, unpunk, unpunk Gabe. Unpunk, 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 Gabe. That's unpunk. Nancy Reagan stamps. Unpunk. 
You know the most unpunk thing that happened to all of us this week? Pretty punk. Somebody designed squishmallows with their faces. <laughs> okay. Say it again. Somebody designed squishmallows of us. This I am not down with. This fucking thing can is, should stop right now. There's nothing funny about this. Nothing cool. Certainly nothing punk about it. Squishmallows? I never even heard of such a thing before that. I'm shaving this fucking thing. If that's what I look like, like that squishmallow? <laughs> Not cool. Who did that? Who's, who's responsible for these squishmallows? No, there's, there's a person on, on Facebook in the cold manner that decided this, this was the, the next thing to do. And uh, I didn't think they were offensive. They were they were cute. I don't even know what they are, but I think we're just cute? we're just up there. We're old. We don't know what's going on. We don't have our. It's like I got jelly on my face. <laughs> it's what it's supposed to look like. It's like little Smurfs or something. No, it's clearly an O beard. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the schmoo. It's this is something cool, new. I the schmoo. Do you remember the schmoo? I remember wow. the schmoo. Wow. Wow. Ben remembers the schmoo. The schmoo, a a personality free blob. Yeah, great. (laughs) That's me. Schmoo sucks. And and it's like, what should we call it? Let's call it schmoo. I mean, try a little harder. I think it's German, so it didn't translate well. That's German? Well, yeah, I guess so. The life and times of the It's Al Cap. That's not German. I had no idea. Who's Al Cap? Oh, what did he do? Look at this. Lil Abner meets the schmoo with an introduction by Harlan Ellison. This can't be real, can it? Wow. I don't know, but they should make a a, a horror movie with a schmoo like they did with Winnie the Pooh. I have no idea why they can do that, but it's going to scare the hell out of me. Now, here's something I learned that has me very excited for a movie that I could give two shits about a couple of days ago is uh, Elizabeth Banks is directing this cocaine bear movie. Yeah. I didn't know that. I'm on board now. Yeah. Will you see the cocaine bear movie, Gabe? Is it real? Is it a real bear? Or is it a fake bear? Is it GCI or CI? Whatever you say. How do you it's say it? GCI. It's WGCI. <laughs> CGI, what is it? I don't know what it is. It's Urban <laughs> Hits Bear. <laughs> WGCI. All right, are those all the bits that we have? Uh, we could throw up, throw in a, a song imploder. We could, but uh, let's just do the covers. <laughs> okay, that sounds like a good idea. <laughs> like this. Gabe, you've been thinking about this one for a lot longer than you think about any other part of the show. I had a lull on my lunch when you texted and said... Say that again. I had a lull on my lunch. Ooh. Gabe Rodriguez, lull on my lunch. We should, that yeah. should be a bit. <laughs> look at that. So I had a few moments to look up some covers because you said let's do our favorite covers. Okay. Each person, so, yes. find five of their favorite covers and let's, let's uh, so make So are we going to do five? Five each or are we going to do three each? Three? I, I, I had a hard time cutting it down to five. Okay, so we're going to do five. We're going to yes. count down from five to one. Did, did you play the What's the Best theme song there, Ben? What's the best? Yes. 
Great. So we're going to count we... down from five to one. one five being your fifth favorite, one being your first favorite. And these are, the best covers, <laughs> these are the best covers of all time, according to Gabe Rodriguez during his lull at lunch. I wouldn't say the best of all time, but my favorite of oh, all time. No. Okay. My favorite <laughs> song you, I want to hear. What's your you favorite? Get, okay, here we go. Number five. Are we just going to say no, it? Or are we gonna number play five. It? Just say it. I have a message to you, Rudy, by the specials. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yes. You got a, number five is a special song. Oh, yes. I'm, I'm impressed. Going. That's number this, five. I didn't see this coming. That song gets stuck in my head for weeks. And all I can think about is our old buddy Chad, who used to love the specials, and Mike Beatty. But that song gets stuck in my head. That that whatever that is, the harmonica and the horns. Oh my god. And okay. Who does the original? What's it who's it a cover up? Uh, I don't know. I wish I knew. Oh no, no. You're just qualified. No, no, this is gonna me. work. No. Fuck that. I'm supposed to remember who sang it first. About? That's the whole That's point. No, come on, I'll find it in a second. I thought I was lobbing a softball at you. I thought I was gonna. <laughs> I, that I thought I was proving my ignorance. My it goodness. says two people here. Dandy Livingstone is the person that says who originally wrote it. Listen, are, are you sure? Here's this how is this bit should work. Yeah, I want to exactly. hear thirty seconds of the original, and then I want to hear thirty seconds of the cover. Is a 1967 rock steady song by Dandy Livingstone. But my point Dan, is, okay, well, this, I'm going to stop this bit in its tracks. The whole point no. of this thing should be, it's you're saying it's a great cover because you're comparing it to the original. And you're saying, you know what? The original was this or that. And then this cover turned it into something else that I love. But you don't even know the original. Well, that, that's your, that's your <laughs> journey with covers. Well, I, you know, he's right. Pick another one, Gabe. No, I'm not picking another one. If you want me to pick another one, I'll do it. But that's that means I get six. All right. Here we go. <laughs> you don't even know, but you have to know the original. Oh, I know God this one. damn it. Okay, you then. don't okay, even know who did the original. Play the original. I know this Play one. the original for us. No, no, play no, the no. original. Dandy yeah, Livingstone. I want to hear the original. Come on. Share I'm supposed screen. to play it? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. This is like from Weekend at Bernie's. Stop your running about. Do you remember this song, Ben, the original? Yeah. Well, I, I don't know that I've ever heard this, but I like this version. Stop your running around, making trouble in the town. Ah, Rudy. Oh, this is just a jam. A message to you, Rudy. But I think the special's made a it better. A message to you. Not much different. Okay. Play, play the specials version. Now you want to hear the specials version? Yeah, it's right over there. I can see yeah, it. Right now, there. this is how we should so, do this bit from the rest it, of the bit. We should, you should play a little bit of the original, and then you say, and then there was this, and then you surprise us with the cover. See this harmonica? That's what they added their little flavor. Listen to those horns. You didn't see this one coming, did you, Scott? No, I didn't see... Okay. No, I didn't see this coming. I'm, I'm surprised that uh, this is one of your top five, because I don't see you as a specials fan. I'm not a big specials fan. 
But this song, when I hear it, I want to hear it for a month. You yeah, I mean, this, just... is, this is like, the, you know, it's not like it's that much different than the original, but it, it's one of those covers that would like sort of bring the original to, to the attention of the specials fans who probably, who knows, were already listening to the original. I mean, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it seems like the fans of the specials aren't much different than the band, the specials. I didn't think that either one of you guys were into ska or reggae or any of that. I'm not. Huh. I mean, when I, I hear something like this, I think of Weekend of Bernie's. A cover like this would fall to me like, you know, like, like the Clash doing Police on My Back. It's like, here's a great song that none of you guys know. Check it out. You know, it's sort of like, it's, it's educating their audience. It's not, it's not a cover that's like a hit and they're going to like put their own spin on it. They're educating their audience with something that they should know. That's a certain type of cover. It's like what you did with Wolf Like Me. No, I, I, I wouldn't say that. But I mean, this is, this is something that they can point to and like, this is a song that made us. And this is part of the music that, that we are taking from and they're sort of giving back to it. So it's, it's, it's a nice, nice cover. All right. Who's next? Who's next? Me? I'm going to go with 99 Red Balloons from 7 Seconds, uh, which is originally done by Nana. The thing I love about this, and, and it was a big influence on me, was like the way Seven Seconds covered you know, a pop song, and a, and a pop song by a female artist, and they didn't do it in a snarky way, they did it with you know, a lot of feeling, and you know, they did it straight. And, and that made a big impact on me when I first heard that. It was like, they were like, it's a song that you could tell they actually dug and they're totally sincere about it. Gabe, you didn't pick, you didn't pick this song. It's not on my list, not on my list, but you know what I mean, right? <laughs> yes. It was. And, and I know, no, I'm not thinking of some other song, but it was a staple and still is in their sets. They oh, yeah. play it all the time. They still play it. Such a staple. Also, this is a song that was it Goldfinger that did a cover of their cover. Now we all know that a cover of a cover is no, no, it's a no, no, you cannot do it. It's like putting instant coffee in the microwave. You don't fucking do it. So, um, have you heard the, their cover Ben? seven seconds? Yeah. Yeah. But I was hoping you were going to play us a little you bit. Ain't a little toy shop by a bag of balloons with the money we've got set them free at the break of dawn to one by one. But you know this one, Ben, right? Yes. Okay. Ben, what do you got for number five? I like it a lot. 
All right, I'm gonna share my screen because I like to do what Gabe does. Okay. So here's here's the original. It's the Carpenters. Ooh. Such a feeling's coming over me There is wonder in most everything I see Not a cloud in the sky That reminds me of my Carpenter shirt My My John Carpenter shirt Won't be surprised if it's a dream Who did this song? It's the Carpenters Originally this is he's the playing original. the original. He wants oh. to do it this way. He's playing the original, then he's going to play the cover. I'm thinking they covered this song. Who, who did they cover it from? All right. And then here, I love this cover because, well, we can talk about it after I play 30 seconds of it. <laughs> this is pretty funny. <laughs> I've never heard this before. <laughs> Wait, this is my favorite part coming up right now. I don't know what it is that they're doing there with that little guitar thing. It sound I think that's I think they I think that sounds like it's like they're just sampling some other song or something. Like you can hear the you can hear like the needle scratching on the groove there. Oh, they're putting that on there to make it sound like an old record? I think so. So so why this cover? Well, I just I, I love a I love when somebody takes a song that I already loved and then does like a totally different take on it and this poppy punky Shona Knife, they're so sort of like naive and charming and just goofy and i think i think i think what i like about it is they took a really catchy song and made it a different catchy song like Mm. it's got its own it's got its own catchy parts that aren't part of the original like that little guitar thing that they do uh that's from the if i were a carpenter compilation right do you like yeah that whole compilation as a on the whole i think there's a bunch of you know red cross does a great thing on there and i think even sonic youth does a pretty good it is superstar. Yeah, it's it's good. I can't remember anything on that album that I don't like, but I but the Shonen Knife thing always is the one that I would go back to. Number four. Number four, Gabe. No, or sh- should we should really? we do Rochambeau to see you who just, goes next? You just, just want to say we're Rochambeau. It's rock paper scissors. Sure. I don't know Let's what do it, Rochambeau right? is. Just go next. I'm picking a song. I'm gonna share my. I'm, I'm gonna share my screen. You. I'm gonna hide it. Rochambeau. Oh. I'm playing the cover. The original's good. Oh, but again, but you're not playing the original, better. you're just playing the cover. Is that the idea? What do you think, Scott? Do you hate this? I love he doesn't this. want to talk over the music. I love this. This is going to be one of my choices. What? I stole your choice? No, I'm no, I'm not. I'm, I didn't choose it, but it definitely would have been like 
in the top 15. This was number four on my list. Aerosmith, remember right, walking so in the sand four from Shangri La. You is remember walking in the sand by Aerosmith. Originally done by the Shangri Las. Yes. Now you think this is better than the Shangri Las version? Oh yes. I this song hit me when I was like five years old, and it never left my head. Never. Every time I hear it, I'm like, boom. That's that's a hook. Yes, they didn't write it, but those that, harmonies you cannot beat those harmonies oh, yeah. at all. Well, those harmonies are straight straight from the Shangri Las version. I know, but they're better. In my mind, I wanted to hear those harmonies. Well, when he says, when it breaks yeah, down, that's no, I'm, no, I'm not shocked no, if you had no, it on your no, list of top 10 or 15, but to me, it's, it's in my top five. Are we sharing screens still? We'll play the Shangri-Las version. Gabe's editing this, this episode. He's going to have a lull at lunch tomorrow and edit this episode. I love you. <laughs> I know you love me, too. I wish you didn't have to go now. Is this the long version? Write to me. Seems like the other day. Oh. My baby went away. He went away. Across the I don't know much about the Shangri-Las, but this is a good song. Great cover. I mean, there's two great covers on that. Come uh, together? That Aerosmith Greatest Hits record. Not as much as I like this, because I, I... You don't like Come Together? better cover. No, this is a better cover. How do you, fe- how do you feel about this one, Ben? Uh, I, I've heard it, but it's not, it's not anything that I'm overly familiar with, so I don't know. It's fine. Song was also in one of the greatest scenes in one of the greatest movies of all time. Which version? The Aerosmith version? Was in No, the Shangri La's version. Oh. Goodfellas. I was gonna say. Goodfellas. Number four for me is uh pretty good one. I'll play the original. Mm-hmm. This takes forever.
Number four is Raisins by Juliana Hatfield, a cover of a Dinosaur Jr. song. Oh, not on my list. That's a great cover. This though. is on your list, list there, either, <laughs> Gabe. It's a good one. I mean, Juliana's done. Uh, you could make a whole list of great covers by Juliana. Uh, she's got probably more great covers than just about anybody. But but I don't know. There's something really, and, and this is a great song. You can't really fuck up "Raisins" by Dinosaur Jr. But she does a pretty good job of it, and it sounds cool. It totally fits her voice. She turns it into something that could have actually been like a radio hit because her voice is so great. I mean, and so is Jay Maskus's voice, but his voice is so right. But this startling is, um, and unique that you're like you're not going to hear it. Yeah, to listen to the original uh, version on "You're Living All Over Me," I mean, it's still it's still an amazing, amazing song, and and. It, it, I don't know if it, I don't even know if Juliana could have turned it into a hit because the structure of the song is really, really cool and fucked up. And I don't. See I like her version better. Something like that. I'd heard it yeah. first when she did it because I wasn't into Dinosaur Junior that early. But I went back and played it. I'm like, this is much better, and I like it. But uh, I appreciate it for what it is. It's 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 great. All right. My number four. Here's the original, a Beatles song, which was never one of my favorite Beatles songs. Although I do like the intro. I've just seen a face I can't forget the time or place where we just met. She's just the girl for me and I want all the world to see we've met. Mm-hmm. Had it been another day, I might have looked the other way and I'd have... Okay. We all know that one. Right. I didn't mean to pause it, but I might as well pause oh, it. Oh, okay. Right. No, I don't know. There's something fucked up with my computer. Now, these dudes did this. I don't know who the fuck they are. I don't even They've know how a, I heard this, but I was like, oh, the, this the, felt like this better than the Beatles. Slow Runner. And slow Runner is the name of the band. Here's the thing. When it comes to Beatles covers for me, like I think 98% of them are pointless. Like I just mm. think, like, why bother? But every once in a while, somebody figures out how to do a Beatles song differently. And these guys, I thought, did a beautiful job with this. Here we go. I, uh, slow Runner. It says the slow version, but I don't think there's any other version. Interesting. Here you go. 
Yeah, I'm into Slow that. Slow runner. Slow runner. Do you know where they're from? No idea. I mean, I, I disagree with you. I think that, yes, there are a lot of shitty Beatles covers, but there are a lot of great Beatles covers simply because the songs are so good and you can't really fuck them up, you know, but, but that's cool. I dig that. And I've never heard them before. Never heard Gabe, of them. I was looking at Slow Runner fan. The 328 subscribers on that page. And I thought maybe it was just a dude and his brother and his, their nephew or whatever, but, I, but whatever, it sounded cool. <laughs> so that's your number four. Apparently. Yeah. Number four. Okay, I'll I'm go for somebody. First, I'm waiting for, for someone to three. steal the other's cover because it's going to happen. Uh, no. I would have thought I would have. I th- I thought I. I might steal one of yours. Got you on ninety nine red balloons. I thought you'd be like, no, oh! no. I you thought you so? got him on Juliana Hatfield. Number three. Here's my number three. It's uh, Brown Sugar by Little Richard. What? up on that, a podcast of ours earlier right probably I, i'm totally yeah. obsessed with this song and it's from a record he made called uh, the king of rock and roll and he was covering like credence and a bunch of people who he's kind of like you guys have got no business making rock and roll i'm the guy who makes rock and roll around here and he's right i mean the when he comes in singing that song he's pushing the fucking needle into the red and it's so exciting it, you, you can tell he's probably listened to the song three times he comes in there he sings it his own way and it's the whole record is just an act of a guy who just is like you stand aside youngins this is the way it's done you're telling there's me there's no way the stones yeah. wrote it and little richard covered it that's what i'm telling you see the stones wrote some of their own songs gabe i thought you were trying to tell me that little richard wrote it and the stones covered it that would make more sense to me but now you're blowing my mind. <laughs> so when you're sitting over there going, wait, another song that the Stones covered that I thought was theirs. So before this, did you think that Brown Sugar was a cover? No, I never did. But two minutes ago when you played this song, I'm like, hold on a second. Now I'm another song? The Stones stole? <laughs> but I guess not. They didn't steal it. But it would make sense that Little Richard wrote it first, singing about brown sugar, than Rolling Stones. 
Yes, mm-hmm. I mean, the, this, mind you, this was the 70s. It was before cultural appropriation. <laughs> mind you. Mind you. <laughs> Who's going next, Ben? What do you got right. for number three? Well, this goes into the more obvious territory for me. Uh, the Only Ones, Another Girl, Another Planet. Okay. Took me until the chorus. Yeah. And then Gabe, here's the know replacements. That song? No, this is going right over my head, but go ahead anyway. All right. So, a hip choice. Hipster. By Ben Reiser. The replacements doing Another Girl, Another Planet. And who originally does that song? The Only Ones. The Only Ones. Hip choice for the replacements to cover and a hip choice for you to pick. What, why? Why are you picking this one? Uh, you know, replacements do a ton of covers live. Yes. Uh, and some on record. Uh, but... This was always one of my favorites, and this was this is one of those ones that I knew through the replacements, and then had to backtrack and say, "Wait, who's who's does the original?" And then got into the only ones, and there, I think the only ones ever only had two albums before they broke up, but they're both pretty good. Um, right. Well, I how think, many how many covers on your list are songs that you heard the cover first? That's There's a good this. Question. Is there anything else on your list? I don't think so. Uh, I'm looking at my last two. Nope. Okay, what's on your one. list that you heard the covers first? Uh, the specials I heard the cover first. 
maybe Aerosmith. What about you, Scott? I don't think I think I've heard the original before every one of the covers on here. Yeah. So, Gabe, what's your what's your number three? All right, Brown Sugar by Little Richard. No, but uh, I'm going to share my screen again. Oh, yeah, there we band. go. What a special. You were on the right track with the band, but you had the wrong song. Here's the original. Pretty woman walking down the street. Pretty woman, <laughs> the kind I like to Pretty woman, I don't believe you. I feel vindicated. Vindicated. Yeah, I feel a little vindicated. Listen, Roy Orbison cannot be topped. He, he's one of the one of the best pruners I've ever. That, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm vindicated that you picked a Van Halen song okay. for a cover. Everybody knows the song. You know, it, it's a hit. It's a classic. Yeah, everyone knows. Everyone knows the cover too. Yes, but do they know the right. intro to this song and when it just drops and goes right into the beat? That's the best part of the song. You know that. I was wrong. You you didn't go with you really got me. Correct. You went with Pretty Woman. Oh, Pretty Woman. Yeah, it's just Pretty Woman to me. I don't I don't give it the O. It's just Pretty Woman. Hold on now. <laughs> I know you're a fan of songs with parentheses, and it is parentheses O, Pretty Woman, right? Not. Well, I I, I have to look at the Van Halen version. Make sure you're looking at. But you. But what makes this song for you? And you, you know I'm a fan of this part too. Is the intro Intruder? Yes, that's the best. I wouldn't say it's the best part of the song, but it's the build-up, the five minutes or whatever it is, two minutes, three minutes of just that straight beat. I mean, you could say this entire record is a cover, but this to me is is like as soon as they get from Intruder to in Pretty Woman, they drop that boom. It's it's bliss. It's 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 just perfect. And boom, Eddie. Well, when he goes to the guitar, the wah, 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 wah. When they hit that note, and they, when the, when it transfers from Intruder to uh, Pretty Woman, and they hit the down snare, and it's like, Doo, and it's like, here we go. Right. That's the best part of it. Right, right. Yeah, no, I agree with you. know, there was, there was a tour for Local H where you had Paul Massaro, the sound man, make a mix of that Intruder, and let, it went on for like 15 minutes, and he looped it. Remember that? Yeah, I do remember. And it. you played it yeah, as the that as was... the intro to the show, and it never went into Pretty Woman. <laughs> no, it just kept going. That's what we would walk out to. Right, that was pretty cool. But this this is then we would try to like make it work with the intro of uh, All Right Oh Yeah or something. Yeah, I think I think that was part of the deal. But this cover to me is uh, something I want to hear all the time. I never turn it off. Ben, <laughs> how do you feel about Diver Down? That was not your favorite. Van Halen record. Oh, you ate one. Oh, one too. Right. Right. But I see you as a huge Diver Down fan. No, but I but I was wondering. I, I spent my youth trying to figure out if it was a pun. You know, like some of their other ones, Diver Down. Hmm. And I decided no, it's not. But 
Yeah, it's a good name. It's a good name. But that, yeah, that record, you could not have tried any less. You know, (laughs) half half covers, half guitar instrumentals. (laughs) Were they trying to finish out a contract or something? I think they were just trying to get a record out so they could hit the US Festival and make a ton of money. Sort of like what the National does now. <laughs> number two. Number two. Number two. Number two. Ben, what do you got for uh, number two? Well, I'm going to pull up the original just because it's so different. I can fucking find it. Daddy's ready. Without commercials. I, 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 no, I, was, I, was, I started getting... I, I felt like I was focusing too much on what I was doing here and I wasn't concentrating on... The podcast. The conversations, yes. Yeah, exactly. That's why we should have the songs over the thing. I know, but I also feel like we might not know each other's covers, and so it's good for us to hear them in the moment so we can talk about it. Pretty sure we know the original of this one. This is the original, I hope. Yeah. (laughs) That's my point. This might be my favorite go-go song. It's a good one. Well, it sounds like it's the wrong speed, doesn't it? <laughs> was Belinda really that on helium? She was pretty perky. Okay, Scott, do you know the cover of this that I'm about to play? Who co- Do I know who covers Vacation by the Go-Go's? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I cannot think of a cover of Vacation by the Go-Go's. Yeah. Well, it, Is it's- it Aztec Camera? no that's a good guess though but it's such a strange cover that it almost doesn't even qualify as a cover but it it is okay here we go aggressive that's violent that <laughs> that's that's not an affectionate cover i wonder if that person had more than 22 subscribers is. before they posted that song and they lost a few <laughs> yeah <laughs> they might have i i don't know what that is that's the strangest frogs thing in that it's not them it's like they got some kids to or they found that i i, I would love no to. way that's them with their voices pitched up right i don't think so i think those are actually little kids 
I think the frogs raise their pitch up. I don't think they. I don't think they do that. I don't think they play that way. Maybe. Well, we should ask Jimmy if we ever get a chance. That's never going to happen. Hmm. Have you ever, Gabe? You're a huge Frogs fan. I can tell. I've seen the Frogs more than I can say that I wanted to. <laughs> oh no, that's a terrible. By the way. I am opening for Jimmy from the Frogs uh, at Cobra Lounge, March 25th. I will be there for that. Okay, great. Are you going to be at the Scott Lucas and the Marian Men Show with the Tossers on St. Patrick's no. Day? Has that been announced? Oh. I just did. Metro, St. Patrick's Day, the return of Scott Lucas and the Married Men, who do a lot of great covers themselves, and we're going to do some different covers. What? Metro, that's right. Wow. The place where hopefully everybody is on their way tonight to see Local H. Will we play covers? Hmm. I don't know. Or we just play quadlibets. That's a Friday night. St. Patrick's Day. St. Pa- In oh, Chicago. That means that's going to be... Ooh, I don't someone's going to get murdered. Yeah. <laughs> it might be worth a trip. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So num- number two, uh, for me, I got, I got it. It's happening. Uh, here we go. You know that one? Yep. Head on by the Pixies of uh, Trump Lamont, their cover of uh, to the Jesus and Mary Chain song. Yeah. Gabe, do you know do you know that one? I recognize it as the Pixies, but I did not know the song. Have you heard the original Jesus and Mary Chain song? No, I can't say that I have. Now, Scott, do you like that cover better than the original? That's a tough one. That is tough because, you know, it's a perfect song. I think song, it's a fine but cover, but those first three Jesus and Mary Chain albums, to me, are like they're masterpiece great, after masterpiece. But what makes the cover like it so great is how supercharged it is and how it just takes it and just like, Arr! and I, I like covers like that where it just fucking, I mean, it's made with love, but but the way they just... It, Every time I, it, it gets my blood pumping. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, I remember sometimes Frank I Black's, think it's not better, but sometimes I think it is. What do you say? I just remember Frank Black saying that they were both, that he dug that song because it was like a surf rock song. He, and and uh, right. he, thought they were, he thought both of their bands were like secret wannabe surf rock bands. Well, I, I used to think that like, you know, and the Pixies are, super original but i used to think that they didn't have any uh, real predecessors but then you think about jesus and mary chain and another band i think they owe a lot to uh the violent femmes and it's like oh yeah no even the pixies had influences 
All right, who are we up to now? You're on me. Number two. My number two. Gabe, what's your number two? It's a song that I heard the cover first. I had to go back. Hmm. Can I guess? No, you can't. You, you can try. Okay. Uh, Ring of Fire. <laughs> That's on my list of top ten, but no. this one Ben I don't know no is this the cover or the original this is the original this is the original boy that doesn't sound like the buzzcocks to me all right that's the original Scott do you know who covered it no who's singing that from the buzzcocks I couldn't tell you buzz buzzcocks had a few different like three eras. different singers oh think about that Here is the oh, here here Gorilla Biscuits covering. It sounds more like a Gorilla Biscuits. Well, I mean, the crazy thing is when you played the Buzzcocks version, I didn't even recognize it as being the original of the cover. Like, as soon as you played the Gorilla Biscuits version, I was like, oh, yes, I know this song. (laughs) When you played the Buzzcocks, I was like, I've never heard this song before. I never even heard the Buzzcocks that much. But when I did, it's only because of this cover. So I had to go back and listen. I'm not going to say it. Well, Buzzcocks are great. Yes, they, and, they, they, and, and the, they did a and thing the, that not many people were doing back then. Yeah, and that's a that's a hip cover for the kids in Gorilla Biscuits. Yes, but 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 what's amazing to me is, yes, it it's 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 that song, but it doesn't sound like that song at all. Or else I I I couldn't pick that song out of a lineup. Okay. So far, we haven't crossed each other on our covers. We haven't crossed streams. I got one left. Okay, well, can we guess what each, each other's cover is? I'm hmm. guessing Ben's has something to do with Bruce Springsteen. And I'm guessing Gabe's cover is a Juliana Hatfield cover. She's on my list of top ten, but didn't make the top five. Shocking. Okay. Shocking. All right. And Scott's? You guys got any guess, guesses about uh, mine? Uh, yeah, I think yours is uh, going to be a Mark Lanigan related thing. <laughs> Number one. <laughs> Number one. Well, it used to, uh, Head On used to be my favorite cover, but uh, 
ever since I got into this record. Mark Lanigan's cover of the Carpenters' Solitaire is uh, the greatest cover of all time. And it's just heartrending to listen to uh, for you know different reasons. But just as far as the song, it, it's great. Every song on that record is terrific. But Solitaire, whoo, it'll send me down a hole. I've heard it, but I don't have it in my memory right now. So Ben guessed yours would be Lanigan. You guessed that his Ben's would be Cheap Trick. Or not Cheap Trick. Uh... Okay, yeah, so Ben, you were right on. Thank you. I mean, was was that the Mark Lanigan song anybody would have picked? I, 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 if I had thought for a minute, I would have picked that one because I, I remember you shared that when he died when you were obsessing over it, so... All right, well, I'm glad I went first because it's anticlimactic. <laughs> ben, what have you well, got for Mine's anticlimactic, one. too, because it's I didn't really do mine in any particular order. This is another Beatles cover. But we told you to do it in order. I know, but I, I, ne- I, didn't, I never came up with an order, as order. So by the time you asked me that, I was like, I don't fucking know. Uh, but it's, this is as good as anything. I don't know. This is another Beatles cover, and it's weird because I said that there aren't a lot of good Beatles covers, in my opinion. But here's here's another one. This is Ricky Lee Jones doing the Beatles. about this huh it's killer yeah i like beatles covers that make me like hear the songs like i'm hearing them for the first time or hearing them just as songs you know what i mean like be like the beatles songs are so fucking iconic that you just can't even like recognize them as great songs they're just like yes it's another beatles song but every once in a while somebody does something and i'm like oh this song is just really great the melodies are so incredible that like you know like Jeff Beck can do a cover and it's it's brilliant or you know there's a lot of R&B uh Beatles covers that are great and you know they f- fucking make them swing and do things that you know they couldn't have done before or they didn't do before they could I don't know whether they could have or not but but they could be done in any way and it can be super cool unless they're going to be a part of that movie what the Sam I am? No, no, not that. <laughs> Did you ever see that movie? Isn't it I am no. Sam? I am Sam. That's Sam, I am. Sam. Gabe's watched it on Netflix. <laughs> Ricky Lee Jones. Ricky Lee Jones. Oh, you know what? I, I've never listened to anything Ricky Lee Jones has ever done other than Chucky's in Love. Hmm. That's her first album. I think her second album is even better. And then after that, I don't care. So, you guys got me. You nailed me. I never would have guessed Ricky Lee Jones. One last chance, Ben, to nail Gabe on his number one. 
Uh, could it possibly be Iron Maiden related? Uh, one might think that it could have been Cross-Eyed Mary. <laughs> but uh, he told us that it wasn't. So he's you got me. I don't know. I want to give an honorable mention because I don't have any female singers doing covers. My honorable mention is the Cardigans doing Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath. It's really good. Didn't make my top five, but I had to get mention it to them. Did they do Iron Man? They did, but it's yeah, not as Iron good. Man. It's not as good. Oh, yeah. really? I like that Iron Man. So, Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath is a better song. Yeah, but their version of it, they did their own style on it and everything. Anyway. All right. All right. Fine. You're... you're had to mention you're, you're you're not as dude centric as we thought I, you were no he is he's apologizing for being so <laughs> but this song here every time i hear it I, I cannot stop playing it and it's a cover and it's a great cover and we're going to share my screen thank you i'm so glad <laughs> you picked one of our covers yeah I, I couldn't i thought there was an unspoken rule that we couldn't do <laughs> here we go you know this wow one. Another song that builds up in the beginning that didn't on the original. Isn't that great? Oh man, look at this footage. This is my number Damn. one. Damn. Number one. I wouldn't have guessed it. Every time I see Cheap Trick, if they don't play the song, I'm pissed. But so far, they put it every time, I think. This is the, the last this song is the that one I want to hear them play. Yeah, this is the one you're waiting for when you go see Cheap Trick? No, I would be pissed if they didn't play it because this is such a good cover that, you know, it was the first time I was exposed to them with the Budokan record myself. I'm only six or seven years old when it came out. Yeah, but Debbie, I mean, this is like when they when they play this, I'm like, okay, I, I I'll sit to it. No, no, far from that. Build up in the intro, just the the, the riff. I love the original, the Fats Domino original. Is it Fats Domino? Yeah. Yes, Fats Domino. I'm I'm not saying it's not a great cover. It's, a great cover. it's just if you're going to a Cheap Trick concert and you're a real Cheap Trick fan, you're not going. For I know, this. but. I was, I'm saying, I was five, six years old when this record came out. It's, it's, I was trying to think of a, a Cheap Trick cover. I was like, all right, I could, like California Man, or, and then I didn't even think of this song. It completely slipped my mind. It's just one of those things. It hit, it hit me hard when it came out. When I play this record, if I want to hear anything off this record, this is a song I go to, even over the originals. Do you own Budokan? No. I didn't have to. Everybody had it around me. This looked like my other bro- yeah. older brother's music. You know what I mean? When was the last like time you this, listened to the original? You like this over the iconic I Want You to Want Me from well, Maybe not more than that. I'm just saying, when I want to hear something by Cheap Trick that, that's... Not a that's, cover. That's, when I want to hear this record, I play this song first. It's just the way it is. Remember. You ask me what my favorite cover is, this is it. Okay. And nobody right. that's, that's... had the same song. We didn't have any crossover covers. I thought I was going to get you. No. 
That's why I started with 99 Red I Wings. I had Ring of Fire in my top 10, but I didn't use it. Oh. Listen, but Ew. another one in my top 10. Oye, oye como va, Santana. <laughs> I don't even know how to say it. <laughs> I just found out it was a cover. Well, Black Magic Woman is a cover. Hold on a second. <laughs> Killing me here. It's Fleetwood Mac. Green Manorishi? Green Manorishi <laughs> is a Judas Priest cover of a Fleetwood Mac song. I don't know who wrote. God, how did Green Manorishi not make the list? <laughs> I don't know. Then are there any covers that you're surprised didn't make the list? Uh, no. I guess I'm surprised at some of the kind of like obviousness of some of Gabe's. <laughs> <laughs> I got I fought the law on here, but I didn't put it on my top ten. But but it's a lot of like sort of like sort of classic rock stuff, seventies rock. Yeah, he's the not Van Halen much of the iconoclast as he likes to make himself I'm, out. Yeah. yeah, the Van Halen was a little. I'm not as hipster <laughs> and cheap. No. You got Van Halen, Cheap Trick, and Aerosmith all covering like even older. Yeah, you know, like sixties, sixties, yeah. 60s, yeah. And he thinks just because he puts gorilla biscuits on there, that it's gonna, it's gonna hide it's gonna the fact. Gonna validate my whole list. Stamp it. That he's stamp of approval. A re- reactionary, conservative tastes. I could have put uh, "Rights of Spring" by Iceburn on here when they covered uh, Igor Stravinsky. Uh-huh. <laughs> you could, you're going to rattle off all Igor. the millions of covers you could have put on the list. We're talking about what you did put on the list. I wouldn't. I didn't go the hipster route like Ben. I didn't put Shonen Knife on there. <laughs> okay, now we're getting to it. Come on, here we go. I didn't this even go I with want. Iron Maiden. The this easy pick. Easy. I could have went with Crossside Mary. Easily. But would that have been an honest pick? No. No, that's right because it was too. Even Crossside Mary by Iron Maiden was too left of center for your list. <laughs> All my picks were honest picks. I wasn't thinking anything about being a hipster. The only the only hipster pick I made in the last month here was the Willie Nelson Rockabilly. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, what's your favorite cover of a local H song? <laughs> Let's not talk about money. Solitaire's the only game 
myself it's easy to pretend I'll never love again Deep into myself I play the game Without your love it always ends the same Life goes on around So oh. 